top-down perspective. We're here again. Are we? Yep. Emails! Emails! What? What a wildly crazy idea. Emails. We can do emails if you want. Sure. Alright. Load them up again. Alright. More like Facebook. Facebook! Facebook. Top-down perspective is the search words you want to put into Facebook to find us. But if you want to email us, it's topdownperspective at hotmail.com. Fluff writes in, What are your guys' top three favorites? So bad, they're good games, and how did you find out about them? He loves the show. Emails! He says he loves the show, guys, so... Emails! Uh, okay. Oh, man. So bad they're good. Well, I mean, Deadly Premonition, I think, is what he was going for with that. that that's, yeah, that's, that would be one of them. I don't know. Okay, I'll try and think of three, but I'm not going to put them in, like, a ranking order. Yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, Deadly Premonition. I guess it's good that Nathan's not here. Yeah, because he would just right. say Deadly Premonition for all three and then leave No, he'd that. be like, that game is not bad at all, you're crazy. Oh, that's a good point, actually. He totally would do that, too, wouldn't he? Okay, let's see. So bad, it's good. Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City. <laughs> okay. It's it's a platforming game where you play as Michael Jordan and you have to save the, the basketball team. Okay. And All right. you fight by throwing basketballs, and you can get different t- special basketballs, like ones that are super heavy, ones that are heat-seeking, and ones that are turn into three-way shots, and stuff like that. It's made by the Big, makers of Big Shaq Riggs Fu, was so bad, one. it was worth seeing. What? And trying out. Big Riggs? Oh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. I, I'm, but I'm not going to categorize it as so bad, they're good. I'm just going to... It's just so, so bad. bad. I wanted to find out. You needed, like that. you needed to know. Yep. The negative. The only. I can't really. Death. I can't really think of any. Personally, like yeah, Deadly Premonition is one. Um, but even then, it's kind of a weird case. Nothing on my shelf is jumping out at me. I've played so many bad games that it's kind of blurred together. <coughs> yeah. I guess Shaq. I'll throw Shaq Fu in there. Uh, um, Avatar, uh, The Last Airbender. <laughs> the one that you just hold down the B button and you get a thousand points? Well, you don't hold it down. You gotta just, you gotta keep tapping it. <laughs> Big to be fair, though, I didn't really play that game. So I, that's unfair. Bakugan is stupid, but I was having some fun with that. I'm assuming the story would have been dumb, but I didn't listen to it. Yep, I don't know. I got nothing. Too many games are coming to mind, but like, I can't think. Michael of writes in. Hmm. Michael writes in. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think are some extremely underrated Nintendo first-party games? This is a good question. I actually really like this question. Good question, Michael. What What's the question again? What do you think are some extremely underrated Nintendo first-party games? Fire Emblem franchise. Yeah. Not enough people know about Fire Emblem. You know what? I would have said Luigi's Mansion, but 
ever since the 3DS announcement, everyone seems to like be like, no way, that game is awesome, I love it. Yeah, people Talk hated it when it first came out, but now that it, like, time's gone by, they're all for it. It's kind of the same with Wind Waker. People... Yeah, I loved Wind Waker. That's probably my favorite Zelda. Yeah, it's a lot of people's favorite now, but back then, everyone was like, ugh. Yeah, because it wasn't, like, real enough, and they were like, what is this cartoony stuff? Speaking of which, during our little hiatus, um, by the way, it's uh, November 21st, and I'm Sean, joined with John. Hey. Uh, during our little hiatus, it was the Nintendo GameCube's uh, 10th birthday. Oh, man, happy birthday, GameCube. Yeah. I love the GameCube. Love it, yes. love it, love it. Yeah, I I didn't play the GameCube too much until I got, like, we all started playing Smash Brothers on that, because we were, for the longest time, we were just playing Smash Brothers 64. I kind of went to Melee, like, immediately. And then stuck onto that forever. Stayed on that for a bit, then we moved. And, um, yeah, I didn't get back into the GameCube until a couple years later. It had so many great, wonderful games. It reminds me of the DS, where it has just some really, like, weird games that they were never as big as some of the stuff on, like, the PS2 or the well, I mean, 360. A lot of the good GameCube ones got ported to other systems, like Beautiful Joe, Resident Evil 4. Beautiful Joe was ported? Yeah, both Beautiful Joes are on the PS2. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. But it was there first. Yeah. It was just, th- that was a really experimental system that nobody seemed to like at the time. Well, not many people liked it because Luigi's Mansion was one of the first games I played, and I was into that. Was it, uh, but, like, like stuff like Wind Waker. Rogue Leader. Yeah. Um, Four Swords Adventures, right? Like a multiplayer Zelda game? What? Oh, that was a great one, too. That, yeah, I yeah. about that. Okay, you know what? First Animal Crossing. Boom. Well, the first Animal Crossing we got. Yeah, well, I, I wasn't really counting. What's, what is it, Animal Forest? Uh... Yes, I think that's what it was. For the N64? Yeah, in Japan. Yeah, well, I'm talking in America, because relevant. But yeah, Animal Crossing. That game was great. Wonderful game. Um, Tales Symphonia? Oh, yeah. I was way into that. I'm just trying to think of stuff here now. Uh, F-Zero GX. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nobody seemed to like the Star Fox games. Star Fox games. I was way into Assault. Assault wasn't too bad. I quite enjoyed Assault. Uh, what else came on? The Tales and Phony. Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes was pretty good. Yeah, most people are fond memories of that. Donkey Kong, Jungle Beat. Oh, yeah, and the Donkey Kongas. Pikmin? Pikmin 1 and 2, yep. Wave Race. Did not play that. No. Uh, Twilight Princess, technically. I'm going to go back to Wind Waker, because that was a wonderful Zelda game. Some Mario Party games that were on there. Yeah. Oh, okay. What is your opinion on Mario Sunshine? Um, I liked it, but it had a lot of flaws. Because I was, I was into it. My, my issue was with the blue coins. I don't remember the blue coins. Those are the ones that they just hid in random places. What's wrong with that? Um, some of them were really obscure, and there was about 300 of them. What's wrong with that? You needed to find the majority of them to actually beat the game fully, and they weren't on map. Says the guy who went and found, like, all 400 Riddler trophies. Yes, but those were on the map. Yeah, I guess that's true. 
that's my that's my problem with open world games. Like if they give you four hundred of something to find and they don't give you a map so you can even track which ones you found, then you're kind of screwed. Right. Well, I'm not a super like completionist, so that didn't really affect me. But mm-hmm. I was into Mario Sunshine, which another great example of just weird experimental take on that series. Kirby's Air Ride. Oh yeah, that was case and point. Soul Calibur 2. Well, that was on all three systems. It was, but that was Soul Calibur 2 is my favorite Soul Calibur game. That, the majority of people like Soul Calibur 2 the best. Yep. Put a lot of that. Had that Fire Emblem game that I didn't actually like. You didn't like Path of Radiance? No. That's where Ike's from. No, I know. And I even have the sequel on the Wii, which I haven't played. I just figured I should have this. Anyway, what was the question? Nintendo first-party games. Okay, so if we said Fire Emblem... Kirby probably doesn't get enough praise. And it does some really cool stuff. Well, Kirby's usually where the experimental experimental game comes from. Right. It's like, and, like, look at all his DS ones. Uh, Mass Attack, Canvas Curse. Did he have another experimental one? On the Is there a Mirror one? Uh, Amazing, Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. Yeah. That was Game Boy Advance, but that was pretty experimental, oh, too, okay. I guess. Tilt and Tumble? Oh, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> but, like, Epic Yarn, that game was adorable. And people just, I'm not, I'm not gonna play that. It, it got kind of boring Mario. and monotonous by the end of it, and that was my problem. But it was so fun, and just, you wanted to hug that game. <laughs> but yeah, but you also wanted to hug Boy and his blob. That's true. The implementation of the hug button is not used enough. Sure, there are not enough games where that happens. What what other games really have that? I don't can't even think of anything right now. A hug button? Yeah. Well, what other games has a character that you'd want to hug enough? Batman. I'd want to hug Batman. <laughs> well, but you're playing as Batman. You, just a self hug button? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Keeps him warm. So- Sometimes you need to give yourself a hug, okay? No one else is saying thanks, so I'm gonna... Batman, you need some support. Yep. I'm here for you, Batman. Gears of War. (laughs) Don, get over here. I want to hug Coltrane. Yep. It does run on whole grain. I'm calling it now Army of Two Three (laughs) Hug Button. No more fist bump button. All games just need to implement random hug buttons. That'd be fantastic. Okay, uh, but first party, uh, Pikmin, I don't know if it's underrated, but it's not really getting the attention it deserves. Uh, I'm going to put my foot down and say that not enough people are ob- obsessed with uh, Animal Crossing. Well, I mean, they are making the next one. Uh, P-Cross? More people should play P-Cross. Yeah, Rhythm, yeah. Rhythm uh, Heaven. Well, when is a new one coming out? Not here. There's not, not a release date yet. Seriously, ridiculous. And it's already out in Japan. Fortune Isn't Street that comes sad? out here in like a couple weeks. Which one? Fortune Street. The what is Fortune Mario Street? Party type game made by Square Enix. I don't know what this is. It was one of the ones they announced back at E3. Oh, what is this for? The Wii. Wii? Oh no, this is the first I've heard of this. And the, yeah, and there's still supposed to be a Mario Party game coming out this year. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Well, no, it can't be this year. Or sorry, well, before it's before it's done. Before the Wii's done. Yeah, that's true. You know what's really underrated? What? Pokemon. They've modernized enough. Oh games. yeah, no, they need to make more Pokemon games. They they haven't yeah. done anything with that franchise in a long time. Yeah, like sheesh. F Zero. Yes, <clears throat> I want more F Zero. At at this moment, would you want an F Zero on the 3DS, on the Wii, or announced for the Wii U? Well, if they don't do the Wii, it'll be the first system they've done in a while that has not gotten one. Like the DS and the Wii would be the two that got that didn't get an F Zero. So I ask you, if they were to announce one now, what system would you want it for? I'd want a, maybe a launch title for Wii U. Wii U? Then you get your HD F-Zero? Exactly. I'm going to say Star Fox, because they haven't done something new with it in a while. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just amazed we got a Star Fox game in general on the 3DS. That kind of seems like a miracle. And, like, I wasn't a fan of Star Fox Command. Mm-hmm. Well, did not like that on the DS. So. It, it wasn't too bad. I prefer my controller... I also lost that game, so that sucks. Alright, should we move on to what we've been playing? Sure. Emails! No? Alright, okay, so, uh... Uh, Nintendo first-party games that haven't... that are underrated. Fire Emblem. Let's just repeat. Just edit back in everything we've said already. I'll just copy and paste it? Yeah. Alright, sounds good. Alright, it's now the 30 minute mark. We're gonna talk about what we've been playing. <laughs> okay, John, you and me for a while, Rayman Origins, go. Yes, excellent game. Oh, it's so good. It looks so beautiful. It looks so nice, and it's HD! I like to point out, so for people that don't know the art style, it's kind of a mix of like, Braid and extremely similar to Boy and His Blob. Definitely. But HD, if you get it, you know, on the right platform. <laughs> get it on the Wii U, or the Wii. No online co-op. What? Oh, it doesn't have online co-op. No, you're totally right. I never even thought to look at that option. Yeah. doesn't have it. Isn't that bizarre? It's pretty disappointing, but I mean, that thing requires a lot of precision platforming, so I can understand it. I don't know if it requires that much... Precision platforming. Well, have you done any of the key challenge or the the tooth challenges? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say those. Done kind of both the ones I've come across so far. So, are you still in the the desert of didgeridoos, or are you somewhere else? No, I'm on the one after that. I'm on the uh, frozen fruit one. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm just at the mosquito before I go to the frozen fruit area. The mosquito ones are great. Definitely. Have you gotten the achievement for killing a hunter with his own missiles? No. How do you do that? You have to uh, suck up the missiles and then shoot them back at them. Okay. But you seem to have to do it at least twice, because I haven't gotten it yet. Does it have to be a homing missile, or what? I think I don't think it matters what missiles it is. Okay. I'll have to do that one next set. I did, however, there's a... Because there's some level-specific achievements, and one of them in the place I am, you have to bubbleize 11 enemies without hitting the ground. Mm-hmm. And I managed to do that one. That was pretty hard, though. A lot of stopping and restarting. 
But yeah, so that game's great. Who do you play as? Rayman. Although I've debated switching to Glowbox. I play as the Blue Rayman. You play as Blue Rayman? Is that like... Sick Rayman? No, what it is, it's the first set of characters. They just, they swapped their palettes. So it's Glowbox Rayman, uh, Teensy Glowbox, uh, Rayman Teensy, and I don't know what the other one's supposed to be. What do you mean by Teensy? Teensies are the little small guys. Oh, so like the Toad equivalent, right? Yeah. So why are you calling him Teensy Rayman and Teensy Glowbox? Because it's a Teensy with the Rayman skin. Like, he's got the Rayman circle on his chest and everything. Okay, I noticed that. Okay. So that that first set of unlockable characters are just reskinned. Like, they swap the skin yeah, between the Yeah, there's like a red glow box. And then, uh, I've only got one of the unlocks on, on the other side of the tree. Do you have the girl? I haven't gotten the girl yet. I just got the king, and I think I'm, whatever the next one is. King? I, guess. I don't have the king. The pink one. That, isn't that a girl? That's a guy. The princess? That's a guy. Dressed up as a princess? He's the king. It's the first one that you see when you go on to the right. Oh, I can't remember. You, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I can't remember. Anyway. Something is um, telling me that one of the unlocks is going to be like a rabbit. I'm hoping for that. I could see that. Yep. Yep. See, I, so I wasn't sure if the blue Rayman was just, like, a different version of Rayman from another game. But you're saying it's just a Palette swap? Yeah, that's all they okay. are. That kind of sucks. Well, I don't know. Like, if they have... Uh, there's still a couple more I have yet to see, so maybe there's something special in there, so... Yep, that's true. I have quite a bit to go. Um, but yeah, those tooth challenges are hard. Just the running. There are the sprinting ones. Oh, yeah. Definitely. The, uh, the second one was fun. That, uh, They're fun, though. That's the only thing. Right. Have I you can't, been playing I can't imagine doing these with multiple players. So I've played all of it in co-op so far. Seriously? Yep. Just two people. Okay. Which has been helping quite a bit, because you get, like, a lot of the times when you find, like, a secret, uh, chest, mm-hmm. you can kind of just have one person go, and then he'll die, and he'll fly back to you and pop out. Because there seems to be no penalty for dying. You don't even lose? I thought you lose some of those lums. You don't, actually. Looms. We've double-checked, because there was a lot of times where we were dying quite often, trying to do, like, one thing. Mm. I know if everyone dies, them. you don't lose anything. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure you don't... There's no penalty. Crazy. So, yeah, I guess we should say it's basically New Super Mario Bros. Wii. But you don't jump on each other, so it makes it a little bit easier to do. But you can hit each other. Oh, yeah, that's the only thing, but you'd have to do that on purpose. Like, jumping is... is crashing to each other all the time. That's That's true. But I have had people, like... Like, my buddy would hit me higher in the air so I could reach something. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yep. Just a little bit higher, and, you know, you grab that coin or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, and the art style, you know, fantastic. Um, 60 bucks worth it? How do you feel about that? I'm liking it so far. I don't know how long it's going to end up being in the long run. Just because this was originally announced as that episodic Rayman stuff. That was supposed to be the... Egos. The, the DLC Rayman stuff or whatever? Yeah, like the arcade stuff. They were... This was what it would turn into. They just did, decided we're not doing episodic. Which I think an episodic version would have been very cool. I don't know, However, I'm, but I'm digging this so far. The art style is crazy and it's really fun to play, so... No, it, it looks great. 
some cool silhouette moments, that really nice cover art, some good some good uh, humor in it. Is every one of the fairies you find supposed to be slutty? Yeah. Yeah? They were, okay. I think they were kind of like that in the earlier Rayman games, too. So, okay, so here's my favorite thing about that. Slutty fairies, that's my favorite thing. I'm kidding. Um, I haven't played a Rayman game since Rayman 1. You never even played the second one? Never. None of them. The only one I've played, other than one, is I played the first Raving Rabbits, which doesn't really count. No. So I've only played Rayman 1. So going back into this one, and, like, I don't know if they, like, kept all this stuff in the other games, because those are basically non-existent existent to me, but I'm seeing, like, the hunter with his missiles, and I'm seeing, like, those ugly guys that wear, like, the safari hats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the majority of like... the enemies are from Rayman 1, because apparently this is, like, a remake, sort of, of Rayman 1. I'm getting nostalgia overload here, and it's crazy. And it's great. I don't think it's a complete remake, because I'm not, like, recognizing levels. Um... No, well, you know it. <clears throat> like, there was, like, a musical area in Rayman 1, from what I remember. There was, yep. I remember that, yep. But I believe they said this is supposed to be some sort of reimagining of the Rayman franchise, so I don't know if it's full-blown remake or what. I could see that. I would be way <clears throat> into another one. It is called Origins, right? Yeah, Rayman Origins. So, which I don't quite understand, because nothing really feels like an origin. In terms of, like, the story. True, yeah. Like, it's just kind of starting off, and here's all your friends, which I don't know who any of these people are. Where did Glowbox come from? Glowbox is... Uh, he was in all of them, I think. I he was think definitely he was in, the in the second one. one. He was, like, very prominent in the second one. I don't think he was in the first one. I can't... It, that was a long time ago. But... Yeah, no, it's great. Can't recommend it enough. Um, if you're looking for a... Basically, a new Super Mario Bros. Wii clone. This is like the exact thing. Um, it just needs online co-op. I would really like that. Yeah, definitely. I don't know, but if you have friends over, or the, yeah, like I had a bunch of friends come over to finish New Super Mario Bros. Wii, so I don't know if we'll do that with Rayman or not. Kind of hope so. I hear it does get pretty hectic with four. Two, we were doing fine. Uh, but yeah. Um, so what else have you been playing? The last two weeks? No, I guess yeah. it'd be three weeks for you, because you missed two weeks ago. Oh yeah, that's true too, shoot. Um, Super Mario 3D Land. Okay, so, quick question. Are you getting kind of platformed out? What do you mean? Well, Rayman, uh, 3D Land, platformers, or are they like different enough that they're scratching different niches? different enough, really. Okay, let's hear about it. Uh, it's in the third dimension, and you're Mario, and apparently you're Super as well. I don't Have you not played it? I, thought, I figured you would have picked it up. I haven't picked it up yet, no. Oh, okay. Uh, it's made by the Galaxy team, so it plays kind of like Galaxy 1 and 2, except you're not collecting stars. It's the standard get from start to end, get to the flagpole. Yeah, and it's side-scrolling, right? Um, yes and no. It's not 2D. It's 3D. So you can move, like, in the foreground and background and stuff like that. Is it kind of like Little Big Planet? No, it's a lot... It is more like a galaxy game. 
Like you'll you'll go up, down, left, right, forward, backwards. You shoot out of okay. cannons and stuff like that. So it's not side scrolling. Mm, I. It's weird. It's basically take distilled Galaxy One down more and turn like the stage is really small and there you go. That's Super Mario. Is it kind of like a really like a linear? Yeah. Galaxy. Yeah. Like you can't really explore the area. There are there are hidden stuff. There is hidden stuff around, but like it plays more like traditional Mario games, but in a three D world. Okay. Is this kind of like Super Paper Mario? No, because that's primarily two D. Besides the three D switch, yeah, because you could kind of like rotate stuff, right? And then it would be. Some some of that applies. Like uh, there are certain areas where you'll go you'll go to a platforming section and it's a 3D puzzle. Like so, how it looks and how it actually is is completely different. Like okay. you'll see you'll you see a pyramid. Slider on, right? You'll see a pyramid. You think you can climb up it, but then you realize that some of the blocks are just positioned differently. But the angle the camera's at makes it look like it's a pyramid. Okay. So you just need to know you need to like jump back as opposed to like forwards. Ex- exactly stuff like that. So do you need the 3D slider? Uh, it comes in handy sometimes, but I haven't really used it. It'll, so how do you do those puzzles without it? Yeah, you just you just do it. How do you know to jump back? Um, there's certain points you can go where the camera will adjust itself to show you how it actually is. Okay. So I guess you don't have direct camera controls then? No, not fully. You can move the camera left and right a bit, that's about it. Is there any stylus stuff? Nope. Or, well, okay. menus. You can use it for menus, but otherwise it's pretty much all controls. Okay, because, like, in um, New Super Mario Bros., you could, like, tap the screen to use an item. Well, there's that. That's about it. There's that? Okay, I wasn't sure if that was that. So can you turn giant, like... Uh, no. What, what, like, what, pa- what, all, what, all the, what are all the powers you have? Uh, Mario, Starman, Fire Flower. Uh, the leaf is back, so you wear a Tanuki suit from Mario 3. Okay. Except you can't do the statue thing if you remember Mario three at all. Right? Yeah. No. Yeah. And there's a boomerang suit. You just get a boomerang. Yeah, like you turn into a boomerang brother and you throw a boomerang. So no ice flower. No ice flower. No mega mushroom. No mega mushroom. You can still turn big, right? Or are you always big? Well, I guess Galaxy, you didn't turn big. Well, yeah, you can pick up normal mushrooms. But, like, yeah, if you get hit in this one, you, you turn into, like, Tiny Mario. Tiny Mario or, like, Super Tiny Mario? Tiny Mario. Like, like as in normal-sized Mario. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How you start Mario Is Luigi Mario in it? Can you play as Luigi? Uh, once you beat the game. Okay, how about Yoshi? No, no Yoshi. riding Yoshi stuff? No Yoshi that I've experienced. And I'm at World 8 currently. Okay, well, I'm assuming it's not going to just pop up later. Any of the other characters making significant things? Waluigi, Bowser, and Peach. No, no one like Waluigi. Unfortunately, I would have been. I would have been down if Waluigi showed up or Wario. Toad. Uh, yeah. There's a bunch of toads. Toads there. Okay. There's. It follows the usual. Um, the same formula. Woohoo Super- Island. Hmm. No, no just, Woohoo uh, Island. <laughs> just picking characters. <laughs> well, yeah, characters, right? But yeah, like, so how is it? I hear it's quite good. Ah, it's excellent. Yeah, I if, I'm surprised you haven't gotten got it. Are you just not that big into Mario platformers, or? No, I am. I just I've been playing other stuff that I'll get to. Okay. That came out at the same time. 
any kind of multiplayer stuff? In Mario 3D Land, or, no. Yeah, is there, like, leaderboards? Like, can you get ghost runs or anything? No, nothing I'm aware of. There is street passing in it. Ooh, what does that do? It's kind of weird in this one. Um, street passing, let's see, there, <clears throat> there are these mystery boxes on each, on a couple of worlds. And basically, what you go into these, and they're challenge rooms. You have ten seconds to kill all the enemies in the room. And then, uh, a star coin will appear. And you can just, like, a bunch of one-ups and stuff like that. So you have to collect it all as fast as you can. Now, street passing will uh, will let you get some of those that you don't normally get, and there are toad houses as well that'll be full of items. And street passing will give you an item, like a like a fire flower or something. Yeah, but if you street pass that person multiple times, sometimes like all the options will appear. Okay, that's weird. Do you like it? Uh, I've only street passed once with it. Uh, like it was right, okay, they need but... to have that game, right? Yeah. Would you have preferred just every time you street pass, you get a one-up? No. Okay. One-ups are already pretty... are pretty often. Like, in this game, you can have up to 1,110 lives. 110? 1,110. But does zero count? So it's actually... Yeah, 1110. Okay. But, I mean, like, when you get down to the bottom, will it say like you have zero lives, but you're still alive? No, it'll say it'll say uh, crown, 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 zero. Because you've maxed out the counter, so basically the game counts it as a crown. Okay. So if you have all three crowns, like so the one, 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 then uh, the game lets you go around with Mario without his hat on. Do you have that? No, I only have about 180 lives at the moment. Wow, that's okay, that's a lot. So no Metal Mario? No. no. How, how often is Metal Mario in a game besides Mario 64? He's, he's actually going to be a character in Mario Kart 7. What? Yeah. Okay. Mario and Metal Mario are both in Mario Kart 7. Has, has Metal Mario been in anything else? Mario 64, um, Smash Brothers, and that's about it. Well, okay, but yeah, he was only in Smash Brothers when you get the Metal Box, right? Yeah. That wasn't in Brawl, was it? Yes, it was. The metal box. Yep. Okay. I've, I've killed myself there. many a times with a with a heavy character that's turned into metal. Right. Okay. What about like Flying Hat Mario? I think that was only Mario sixty four. Yeah. I guess it'd be kind of hard to do it again, especially in Galaxy. That would just break things. Well, I mean, they did. They put it in Galaxy. Something similar. Galaxy one. There was the flying mushroom. Wasn't that just a bee? No. Um, there was one where you literally you just started running around and you could just f- stick your hands out and fly. I don't you, remember You this got at it at like the very end of the game. I think you actually had to beat the game to get it. Oh, okay. So beat that game. Hm. Galaxy okay. 1? Yeah. Yeah, like it was like a red and black mushroom or something like that. Hm. I think that was the suit Mario had too. It was actually pretty cool. And then Galaxy 2, you had your Cloud Mario. Yeah, with the three platforms. That was kind of neat. What's the uh, what's the power-up where you get, like, a cape that you can fly? That's Super Mario World. That was the giant feather. A feather, right, yeah. And you, yeah, you could glide, and you could also do, like, a weird flying diving mechanic. Yeah, exactly. That's all Mario World. Okay. 
So you play this one also with the 3D slider off. Mm-hmm. Okay. I admittedly I use it more in this one than than I have in most games, so. Alright. Did you ever find a Bitrip Sega? Yes, I did, actually, finally. So you've been playing that? Yes, I played a bit of that. So you got the 3DS version, right? Yes. Okay. I found. I, I never found it in stores. I have still never found that in a GameStop. Did you just order it online? No, I, uh, you know Video Game Trader? Yep. They had it. Did they have any information why it's nowhere else? Nope. I'm pretty sure they just imported it and just left it there. Okay. I picked up their only copy that they had. Was it, like, overpriced? Um, it was ten bucks more. So, fifty? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. But I, I There's was a like, Resident Evil game coming out for the 3DS at fifty. Revelations? Yeah. Which is weird, because what was the one that just came out? Mercenaries? Yeah. And it had that weird, you can't erase your save? But it was also just a multiplayer game. So, Or, sorry, just a score attack game. Right. Weird Resident Evil games and choices being made coming out. Yeah, I don't know what's been up with Capcom lately. Why 50? That game must be, like, amazing if it's 50. Anyway, uh, so wh- tell us about Bishop Sega. Uh, it's Bit Trip in your hands. Did you play them all on the Wii? No, I only played a couple of them. Um, I played... I can remember them all now. I played Core. You played Beat, right? Yeah, Beat. Well, yeah, I played, at your place I played Beat and I think Core. Core is my favorite. Is Core the plus one? Yep. Yeah, so yeah, Beat and Core. Uh, what was the one with the dots we played? Void? Yes. That was like the worst one. The one where you're the dot that keeps getting bigger? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I played those three at your house, and then I played Runner at a friend's place. Okay, so you hadn't played... Uh, was Null one of them? What are the other two? Oh, shoot, you're going to make me remember this, aren't you? The only one I haven't played is the last one. Which is, I think is just the first game backwards, if memory serves. Yeah, right. and like way harder or something like that. Uh, it is Fate and Flux. Flux is the last one. Okay, so yeah, I own them all except for Flux. I actually own like three different versions of Beat. Bitrip Flux, the last game in the main series, returns to the gameplay of Bitrip Beat while combining elements from the other five games in the series, such as beats the players paddle must avoid. As with other games, changes to the graphics and music of the title reflect how well the player is doing, though there are multiple checkpoints in each level, unlike in Beat. Bitrip Flux also features two-player cooperative multiplayer. Right. They actually incorporated checkpoints in the iOS version of Beat. Yeah, because apparently there was a lot of complaining. I think that the 3DS version has checkpoints in some of them as well. Well, I'm assuming so. That'd be good for a handheld game. I may be wrong on that, though, because I know that Runner doesn't have checkpoints. Right. Runner Runner is still Runner. Yeah. Runner, I believe, is deemed the best one. And I think they know that since they're coming out with Runner 2. It's weird, because the the Metacritic rating for Runner is one of the lowest. Okay. The highest rated uh, Metacritic-wise of the Bitrip games is Flux at 85, and Bitrip Runner has a 76. Okay, well, that's not a huge drop. Yeah, I guess. Like, the lowest I'm pretty sure, like, from everyone I've talked to, Runner was always the fan favorite. Yeah. And I think they know, or Gaijin Games knows that. Which is why they're making Runner 2. Runner 2, exactly. Um, I liked Runner. That was definitely fun. Um, Core is still my favorite. I had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, so which ones have you played so far? Uh, in the, the collection, handout? I've just played Runner. Just Runner? Okay. And I'm assuming no 3D, because apparently that's 
it makes it worse. Uh, yeah, I've been keeping it off, but they 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 still design it so that it, like it tries to do the 3D effect even with it off. Like you can see things obviously trying to pop into the foreground. Right. Yeah. Like when you pick up gold in that, and you can feel like it's trying to slow down, but it's not as bad with the sli- with the 2D slider off. Okay. Yeah, because that's a really high precision game there. Uh, do you play? Uh, with uh, the slider pad or the stylus? Um, I haven't tried the other ones, but runner... Well, I, I guess runner wouldn't really matter. Runner would be the D-pad, for sure. Right, yeah, because down and stuff. I guess, yeah, you haven't tried, like, a beat and stuff. No, I haven't tried those yet. Uh, people are telling me that it's probably better to use the stylus. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, because I've only ever tried it with uh, tilt controls. But core, that's play that one next. That one's great, and just don't play Void. Void is dumb. Well, I'm gonna try to play and them. Fate all is at weird. Some point. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, play them all, and then figure out which ones are your favorite. Because Void sucks. Fate is weird. That's just a weird design game. And then you know, Core's the best. Runner's great. Beats great. And I haven't played. Uh, but uh, uh, Fate has uh, cameos from other indie games, like Meat Boy. Oh yeah, because Meat Boy's a collectible in that one. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's like a power-up. What else? Um, Game Art of 3D Land. Skyward Sword. That came out yesterday? Depends on when we're posting this. Well, I already told you it's November 21st, so it's going up November 21st. So that would be yesterday, yes. Yeah, there you go. How much have you played so far? Um, hour, two hours, and have you played it at all? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, I've got the goddess sword, and I have the ability to finally leave Skyloft and go down to where the dungeons are. Is it Hyrule? No, you're in the land of Skyloft. Yeah, but you're coming down from Skyloft, right? Yeah, you're coming down from Skyloft. I haven't land- I haven't gone to the ground yet because I'm still exploring a bit. So is the ground called Hyrule? I don't know. They they like uh, the people of Skyloft don't know that people can live on the ground. Oh, okay. Because they were they were sheltered basically from uh, a great attack years ago. So how did Link get there? Was he born there? Yeah, born there. Okay, so he's a Skyloftian. Yes. Okay. I don't know if that's the official term, but I haven't. They haven't really given it a term. Okay, so it's not a thing in, like, Ocarina of Time where he was, like... Yeah, he's not, like, a Kohiri or whatever it is. But, yeah. Well, was he, or was he, like, left with the Kohiris? Well, that's what it actually was. Yeah. Okay. I'm hearing lots of things about how this is, like, before Ocarina of Time, because it, like, hints at things that are going to happen. This this game basically predates all the Zelda games. This is the beginning of the timeline. How do you know that? Because that's what they say on the box. Wait, what does it say? It says, see the beginning of a legend. That doesn't... It's that also could mean it's not the it's very beginning. The beginning of the, of the storylines. That... that... I don't know. I could interpret that. Because the Master Sword doesn't exist yet. Oh. Ganon doesn't exist yet. Yeah. I wonder if you're like Link's dad. (laughs) Just his dad? 
Yeah, maybe. Who's also named Link? Yeah, well, you can name your character whatever you want. I just named him Link. It's always tradition for me for the first time through a Zelda game to call him Link. Yeah, I I used to do my name, now I just do Link. So how are you liking it? Uh, really good so far. There's a lot of good improvements from it. Did you get the gold Wiimote? Yeah, because I, I don't own a Motion Plus controller, so I had to get it. I have that stupid dongle that I have to find. The little attachment? Yeah, to make it, like, really long. Yeah, I prefer to just go for the uh, Wii Motion Plus controller. Okay. I don't know, I like it so far. Like, there's a run button, thankfully. Oh, that's good. Can you also roll, though? Yes. Okay. In fact, to roll, you have to be running. That makes sense. I've just been... I've, I've been kind of a dick, and I've just been going into people's rooms and then crashing into the walls and knocking over all their potted plants and making them crash on the ground. Do they, like, freak out? Well, one person does and charges you money for it, but everyone else is just like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Just running into my house, smashing all my furniture. All right. All right. I don't know, I'm really liking it so far, but I haven't gotten into much sword play. Right, yeah, you're only like an hour or so. I hear it's like a long tutorial Yeah, like I think once I get off Skyloft, it'll start picking up. You collect a lot of things too, like there's crafting in the game. Right, and like leveling up of items and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Like you can level up your shield. Like I've got like a generic wooden shield right now, but I can like reinforce it with metal if I find some ore and stuff like that. I hear getting the purple shield is good. The purple shield? I was just reading a thing like, here's some things you should know before playing the game. And they're saying, the purple shield, you can get it pretty early. It's the second best shield. Wow. So, I guess look out for that. I'll have to keep that in mind, then. I really want Wind Waker 2. <laughs> I'd be really into that. This is the closest you're going to get for a while. I think it even has a sailing section in this game, supposedly. I did see some boat screenshots. Yeah, there's one thing I don't like about this game so far, is that the whole tilting to fly or float thing. That's really annoying. Like tilting the controller? Do you remember in Mario Galaxy 1 or 2 you had like those fly- bird flying minigames? Yeah, that was 2. Yeah. Th- basically that's how you control your bird. I thought you could use the analog stick. No? I don't know. Uh, the, the the tutorial said you got to tilt the controller. I didn't think to try the thumbstick. Well, you do use the analog stick, right, in that game? To, to move yourself, yeah. Yeah, okay, well. It's just the flying seems to be controlled by tilting the controller, which is a little weird. Yeah, well, you know, they have to use the Wii remote. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, I'm not the biggest fan of that added addition. But it feels feels good? feels like, wow, the Wii is exciting again. The, yeah, the actual combat is kind of fun. I like the different sword thing. Okay. And it's not just, like, tech demo-y, like, gotta attack horizontally. Mm, no, it doesn't feel like that yet. Okay. Well, if it was going to ever feel like that, it'd be probably in the tutorial section. Yeah. So, if it doesn't, I guess that's good. Uh, is that it? Uh, just thinking for a second. Born uh, Batman. I played a lot of Pinball FX, too. Did you get that free table? I, yeah, I got the free table because I saw your post, and then I picked up a bunch of the tables when I got all those points. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Because I, I went crazy and bought, like, 12,000 points. I've almost... I, yeah, actually, no, they're pretty much all gone now. 10,000 Microsoft points he bought, and then, okay. Yeah. Well, hey, it was a good sale. 
Exactly. Did you play any of those games? Because I know you picked up, like, Trench, Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet. No, not really. Because uh, I had company come over after I bought it all, and they stayed right, for, like, okay. a week or two. Right, right, right. Uh, Pinball FX is really the only one I got into majorly. Yeah, I tried playing that free table, and I was just like, I, I can't even seem to get, like, that 5.1. I'm just not going to play that at all. Well, some, some of the achievements are kind of tricky, so... Yeah, they are. In they each are. table, you get worth three achievements, so... Uh, which tables did you get? I got the Pinball FX2 bundle and the Marvel bundle. Does either of those come with the Misplosion Man table? No, you gotta buy that one solo. Okay. I hear it's not a great table anyway. Mm. I, I, oh, I did play a bit of Misplosion Man, actually, so... Okay, how are you liking that? Pretty good. I haven't gotten too far in it, though. Like That first stage is long. They're all kind of long. That game's not great. Oh, that's disappointing, because I love Splosion Man. Splosion Man's great, but, you know, just some weird... It, it just feels kind of like an old platformer in terms of, like, you know, I've played a lot better platformers right now. This it just feels like they haven't innovated enough. And the color of her blends into the background in, in annoying ways. Well, I haven't gotten to that point yet where it's gotten in the, in the way, but... Yeah, because a lot of the times, like, the camera will, like, zoom back or something. Mm-hmm. And then you can't really see her, especially if an explosion happens. Hmm. Well, like I said, I haven't, haven't gotten that issue yet, but... I still want to go back to that, because I hear the end game is really good. But I don't know if I want to go through really annoying sections for the end game. But it's funny, though. Like, What um, do you think of Miss Explosion Man herself, like all the voice clips? Do you find it annoying? Did you no, turn I'm it fine off with her? Nope, I kept it. I'm fine with it. I thought it was funny. What about you? I, I like it so far, but I, I'm told it does get uh, grating on the nerves eventually. So, But for now, it's, it's left on. I've taken like a two-month break, so I'm sure it's not a big deal. Have you come across their uh, donut song yet? No, I'm not that far in the game yet. Oh, it's so good. So the, good. the super slow love song, kind of? It's not super slow, but you go inside of somebody... Yeah, like, I've seen the clip. Yeah. that Okay, so the Mandy one? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I just love the idea of going inside of somebody and using their body. I just like how it's a uh, another Total Recall reference. Is it? Yeah. Maybe I should watch that movie. Did you ever get to the second world? Because I think that that's the whole point of the Total Recall reference. I got to the second world, yeah. Yeah, you know that cutscene that plays when you get there? How she's I like, haven't seen Total Recall, so... Okay, she goes, like, two weeks... Played that game two months ago. Okay, never mind. But like, she well, takes her head I'm, off I'm and, glad you're and her head explodes it. and everything. That that's a Total Recall reference. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're getting them. So I love Total Recall is one of my favorite Arnold movies. So I easily get them. Yeah. But um, yeah, it kind of feels a bit like Comic Jumper for me in terms of like kind of crappy gameplay, but just lots of really funny stuff in it. See, I find it weird though because I love Explosion Man. Explosion Man was good. I like Splosion Man too. Well, yeah, what's Splosion wrong with Splosion, Splosion, Splosion Man though? Like, what's the difference? It just, like, I don't know, because I guess Meat Boy had come out since then, which had such tight controls that just kind of going back was weird. Like, I don't know, I got annoyed with how fast it takes her, or how long it takes her to start moving fast. Um, the color stuff is really annoying, because you can lose yourself so fast. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't played in a while. I'm sure maybe you'll be into it. Maybe you'll kind of see what I mean the more you play. Mm, maybe. But it's just because, like, 
you know, and then there's also the issue of, like, when I die, it's not so much I feel like I did something wrong, more just, like, the game level wasn't designed great. Well, that's disappointing. I'll find it yeah. out soon anyways when I get back into it, so. Like, did you play a ton of Meat Boy? Yeah, a fairly decent amount. I never beat it, but I got fairly far in it. Okay, well, yeah, just maybe that. Because that, that game, like, nailed platforming. So, yeah. Would you say Meat Boy's kind of ruined platforming for other companies, though? It's, it's really raised the benchmark on, like, tight controls. I don't know. Gotta play some Mario. I really like Rayman's really good. Definitely, yeah. Anything else? Uh, short session of Gears 3 with you. Yep, did some short. Short, quote-unquote, three hours. Yep. I swear, well, lots of Batman. Because I got all the Riddler trophies and I beat the game in normal. I was doing challenge rooms, but that was about it. Batman was where I started all that, so. Right, yeah, that was a while ago. So yeah, that's it. Okay, and then for me, got the usual Leighton going, still playing that. Surprise. I think I'm about five hours from the game. I'm about five hours from the game. Okay. So, took a bit of a break. Um, it kind of sucks that Nathan's not here, but I've been playing Assassin's Creed Revelations. Ooh. So I know you can't, I can't talk a ton about that with no, you. but what's your opinion on it so far? You know, from the get-go, the minute I start, I was like, wow, this is just like, this is just Assassin's Creed, like, again. Like a hundred percent. So you're getting yeah. burnt out on Assassin's Creed. I'm getting burnt out. Yeah, because like the, and it was literally like the minute I started moving, I was like, "Yep, Assassin's Creed." And I don't know if that's because I just came off of Uncharted, which is a similar in like you know climbing tons of stuff, um, running a lot, stuff like that. But uh, it just it it feels like a year old game at this point because it's Brotherhood again. So I've only played about four hours, so I kind of know what their new additions are. Um, nothing big. They've added a hook blade, which kind of makes the uh, traversal and climbing a bit faster. Um, nothing groundbreaking. Uh, they have, they have like a tower defense mini game you can do, and then normal like normal they've added like you can craft bombs now, which I just never want to do. Were the bombs helpful at all, or? You can use them from, like, the tutorial sequence to distract guards and stuff, but ever, like, ever since that, I've kind of gotten to the point, and, like, I think it's because I'm kind of burnt out about it, um, where it's like, I'm going to be stealthy until I'm found, then I'm just going to murder everybody. <laughs> and because with Brotherhood, they added in a, the a fighting, the combat, where you can kill people really fast now, mm -hmm. it can get pretty, if, as long as you have everyone's attention on you, you can kill people pretty fast. Um, but, you know, so, like, it's weird, because I'm kind of burnt out on it, but it's a good game. I haven't played any of the multiplayer yet. Like I said, I've only played about, I don't know, four hours of it so far, so I have quite a bit to go. Um, but from what I've heard, uh, it doesn't move the storyline forward in terms of the Desmond stuff at all. Which makes sense to me, because I remember reading a while ago that this was apparently just going to be, like, another, like, DS spin-off Yeah, this was game. supposed to be the one for the 3DS. Right, and they make those games every now and then. Like, I own one of the PSP ones, though I haven't played it. So they make random ones every now and then. And the fact that I guess they felt they could make it big enough, but then you see this is kind of the same thing again, and you're not moving the 
overarching storyline forward that much. It's like, this really feels like you were just trying to get an Assassin's Creed game out this year. That's kind of a shame. So do you think they're going to put one out next year, or are they going to give the... They've already announced it. Seriously? Yep. Have they said if it's going to be the official Assassin's Creed 3? They haven't said what it will be, but they said another Assassin's Creed game next year. Give the series a break, guys. Unless you've been working on this one for years. Hopefully, but... Uh, no more Ezio. They've already said this is the end of Ezio. Okay. So, for people wondering, because this is supposed to be Ezio and Altair yep. together, uh, there's maybe, from what I've heard, I've only played one of them so far, um, you don't play as Altair, basically. You play as him for, like, five ten-minute segments. And they're pretty linear, from what I've heard. I've only played one of them so far, and I'm about to play the second one. And it was just basically, hey, you got to run to this tower, and then you got to kill this one guy inside the tower. Okay, you're back to Ezio. <laughs> that sounds kind of weak. It it is. It's it's almost like why am I doing that? I don't know if the story from Altair will tie in a ton, but maybe. Like I said, there's only five sections. One of the quite unique things worth pointing out, though, is the Desmond section. And I'm trying not to get spoilery for you, hmm. but uh, Desmond at the moment is kind of, like, this is just right from the beginning. He's trapped in the Animus somehow. Not explained how, by the way, considering <laughs> I know the ending of, I've known the ending of Brotherhood. I do not get how this happened. But anyway, um, also, with the ending of Brotherhood, they kind of just don't should tell us enough about that, because something kind of crazy happened at the end of Brotherhood, and now they're just like, yeah, that happened, but whatever, we're past that. And it's like, what? Nope. Anyway. So, Desmond, he's kind of trapped in the Animus. You're on Animus Island. So, yeah. Animus Island. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, and Animus Island consists of like, eight pillars that you can kind of run into, and then they'll go back to playing Ezio. So Animus Island is very small. <laughs> and the point of it is, you collect these glowing boxes in, while playing as Ezio, and then every time you get an increment of five, something unlocks on Animus Island, and one of the other pillars will start glowing, and you can go into those. And so here's kind of more proof that it doesn't really move the overarching storyline behind. During these sections, you learn about a ton of Desmond's backstory like, what he was like as a kid. So, but it does build Desmond up a bunch, at least. It builds Desmond up and, like, kind of explains, like, how his family were also part of the assassins, so this is how he's an assassin, right? You learn how that he's from this line of assassins in the first game. So it's basically just backstory. Here's the interesting part. The Desmond sections are first person. What? Yeah. So you're bas- you're kind of playing pretty linear sections with Desmond, but y- there's still platforming involved because you get this ability to kind of make a block in front of you, and you can either make a long block or a slanted block. So you'll kind of like a really basic version of this is you'll get to a room where there's like a door really high up, and you kind of you hit the right trigger to make a slanted block. You go on that, you hit the right trigger again to make another slanted bo- block. And you just kind of build yourself a ramp up there. And you do that. And you go through these little areas while Desmond kind of narrates 
part of his childhood or whatever, and then you're done. And there's, from what I counted, like five or six of those. Hmm. Weird, eh? Yeah, a little odd. Yeah, they're they're weird. And, like, they get harder, those sections. Like, you'll get to big rooms where you need to kind of go forwards, but there's, like, black cubes that kind of swing by, and if they t if you touch them, you go back to the beginning of that room. So, kind of got to move fast and stuff. It's weird. They're definitely really weird sections. Reminds me a bit of Mirror's Edge in terms of first-person platforming, but Mirror's Edge still different, but, like, like the only comparison is first-person platforming. Like, the speed isn't there, stuff like that. But yeah, for the most part, you're playing as Ezio. He's old man Ezio. Yeah, if you played Brotherhood, it's it's really similar. It's like, I haven't finished it, but from what I heard, there's not enough story stuff that you could almost skip this one. Yeah, I don't know, that's, that's weird that basically they made a... I guess it's not weird because it's Ubisoft, they kind of did that, they milked their franchises a decent amount, just not as bad usually as, say, Activision. Exactly. It's just, everything about it kind of screams, this was going to be a spin-off, but we just put more time into it so that we could have a big Assassin's Creed game this year. Hmm. Every, every turn, it just reinforces that. It's, it's kind of the same as Brotherhood. The Desmond stuff doesn't progress really far. Uh, the s plot for Desmond is really just kind of thrown together. Yeah. Like I said, I haven't played the multiplayer, and I hear the multiplayer, they added a ton of stuff to that, so I'll have to go back to that, but just kind of Rain Man took over. But yeah, once I figure finish Revelations and find out if how much the story progresses, because apparently it does a little bit, I can kind of say whether or not you should play it at all or not. Definitely, from what I'm doing, don't play that back-to-back -back with Brotherhood. It's just going to feel like plotting. It's just going to be the same game. Ugh. Which, it has been a year, but I guess I'm still not wanting that again. I like, swear I'm having fun. you said you would want more Assassin's Creed. I do want more Assassin's Creed, but I guess I wanted at least something new. Because 1 to 2 was a huge jump. 2 to Brotherhood wasn't a huge jump, but they streamlined a ton of stuff to make it feel like they really needed to fix this kind of stuff. Like I said, the combat, you can buy tons of stuff, you can have assassins come and fight for you, multiplayer was new, and now it's basically like, okay, now you have a hook blade and palms. So I guess I want more difference, and it's not. Like I said, I'm only four hours in. I'll talk about it more as I progress through. Hmm. All right. So what else have you been playing? I think that is it. Did you play Uncharted? I haven't opened my copy yet. Oh, man. You should do that. That game's like eight hours long. I know, but so much other stuff. I picked up Sonic Generations. I want to get on that. What? Yeah. Sonic Generations versus Uncharted 3 and Sonic Generations wins? Well, I'm just saying that I have that, and it's short as well. Okay. My friend's got all the achievements in three days. Okay, well, I guess that's good for achievements. Mm, um, and apparently the gameplay's pretty good, too, so... Because remember, I liked Sonic Unleashed. What? I liked Sonic Unleashed. Ugh. I, you... well, putting Ugh. putting the idea out of your mind that Sonic turns into a werehog, it's a good game. Yeah, but that's a huge part of it. 
Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, ignoring the logic of it, like it's a, it's just a beat 'em up, and it's fun. If you don't think of that, I don't know. If you don't think of it as a proper Sonic game, then it's good. I liked it. Okay. Did you play Colors? No. I. I Apparently, people liked. Colors. I, I wanted to pick it up, but I just never saw it cheap enough. Right. Okay. Uh, and yeah, too bad Nathan's not here. He's been playing Saints Row the Third, which I hear is bananas, and I really want to play it. He doesn't seem too thrilled by it. He doesn't seem too into it, but. Keep in mind, everyone listening, Nathan kind of hates everything, so... But he also say, he keeps saying Amp 3 is the definition of weird to him. Amp 3 is awesome in terms of how weird that game is, but, I don't know, I still really want to play Saints Row the Third. Hmm. Uh, and so I guess that'll wrap up what we've been playing. Let's go on to a little bit of news. Alright. Emails! Alright, so... So, third, first, first part, part Nintendo, Nintendo title. <laughs> Uh, Fire Emblem. Okay. Uh, okay. So first thing, uh, we already talked about uh, Assassin's Creed. One's coming next year. Yep. Uh, just kind of short things. Uh, another Call of Duty announced for next year. Not surprised. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm you shocked. You know that game's that already made over seven hundred million dollars. Jeez, that's ridiculous. Like I, I'm, I was just kind of briefly scanning this, but I think I read. Over 500 million day one. That's insane. That's it's a new sales record. It's always a new one, sales record. Go. Like literally, every Call of Duty sets a new sales record. Yeah, but 500 million in one day. Freaking ridiculous. That's all the money. That's all the money. All the, that. Yeah. There's no more the money, money in the world. Was, well, Activision has it, so it's still in the world. Unless they're going to use it to buy themselves into space. <laughs> anyway, so main story. Um, Metal Gear Solid Five is apparently happening. I'm not surprised. Uh, so apparently in the official PlayStation Magazine UK, uh, the upcoming issue, so I guess next month, uh, Hideo Kojima is on the cover, and apparently they're going to reveal plans for Metal Gear Solid Five. I'm not surprised that they're making five. I'm a little surprised that Kojima's on it, because he's, he's said multiple times that he wants to get out of it. But every year, he keeps getting reattached to it, so I don't think he's ever going to well, be taken away from Metal Gear. I believe he has said it was the end of Snake. So I kind of am curious, if this is not going to be a prequel, who's going to be the main character? The only other character I can think of right now is Raiden. But they already have Rising, and they're talking about yeah, Rising. What? Yeah, they're talking about Rising at the VGAs. Exactly. So we'll hear more about that next month. And there's been a million different rumors attached to that, like Platinum Games is working on it, uh, the original designer's been fired. So I've heard so many different things, I don't know what to trust anymore. Well, I guess, I guess we'll find out. I'm just kind of glad to hear it's not dead, because hmm. Cyber Riven was kind of cool. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, Metal Gear Solid Five information on that. Have you played the Metal Gear Solid games a bunch? That's a joke, right? No, I oh. can't remember. If I do. Them I'm a, I love the series. Okay, I wasn't sure because I know Nathan's way yeah. into them. The only ones I haven't beaten are the PSP ones, so Peace Walker and uh, Portable Ops. That's fine. I didn't like Portable Ops. Anyway, uh, do you want more Snake? Are you are you wanting more Metal Gear? I'm Did wanting you pick more of the HD collection. Uh, no, I didn't because I already own all of them. That's, yeah, good point. There you go. 
I have a buddy who picked it up. I'll probably grab it off him just for achievements at some point and play through like Snake yeah. Peace Walker is the only one that I'd be thinking of getting it for because then I wouldn't have to get my PSP working again. Right. There's a funny achievement in the HD collection called uh, um, it's like game over or like series over or like yeah, it's like that's it series over and it's for killing Ocelot and creating a paradox mm-hmm. in Snake Eater. And yeah, the achievement's just called Series Over. Pro- oh, it's Problem Solved, Series Over. Yeah, actually, if that happened, that would completely fuck up all the games. So, I thought that was pretty funny. I remember but, doing that in Mill Year Solid in 3. I thought it was just an Easter egg they threw in, but it's funny. 3 is hilarious. 3 is like, so crazy. Killing the end by, like... Um, Setting your clock ahead a week. Yeah, and you could kill him earlier in the game. If you, but it's a really hard shot to make, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you, well, the first time you see him, he's like getting wheelchaired away. You can, if you whip out your sniper, you can kill him right there. If you have a sniper at that point. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure you can get it to do it, but and if you do that when you get to the fight, it's just a bunch of like mercenary yeah. guys. But yeah, the best is when you set up your clock and you kind of go up to him, and then he's like, "Oh, this guy is dead." Just because he was waiting so long, mm. that game is bananas. But yeah, like if you do, if you come back to it too early, I think you actually get killed. Because because the you end catches to... you sleeping. What do you mean? Like you know how if you set your clock ahead a week, like you win. But if you don't, if you like save in the middle of that, but don't spend enough time away, you'll you'll like you'll come back and get an immediate game over. Oh, I didn't know that one. I, I think that's okay. what happens. All right. Because I've seen a cutscene for it. Like, you're sleeping, right. and then oh, okay. the end walks up and just, like, just makes, like, Shoot. a rookie mistake or something like yeah. that. Huh. And then the Sorrow. I remember playing the Sorrow, and you have to die in that one, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, and you have to use that, like... The pill to revive yourself. The pill that you hang on to for the entire game. I didn't know that. I remember having to play through that twice. That's just a, yeah. I had to do that section two or three bananas. times in the game. Like you, they they mention it. And you're like, oh right. I think I looked it up or asked a buddy or something. Yeah, like if you you that, do it a couple times in the game, just says like use a re- you hear someone say like use the revival pill or you see your item icon glow. I can't remember which it is. I think it's the item icon glow. I think I remember seeing that. If you wait long enough or something. Yeah. I think that's what happened for me. Do you want more snake? Do you interested in hearing what's going to go on? I'm interested to hear what's going. I'm I'm interested to see how they do Metal Gear Solid Five if Snake is no longer in it. If Snake, yeah, in I never it, finished I'm four. Be confused. If it's not a prequel, right? Yeah, which I don't think they should go prequel since all the PSP ones and three is a prequel. Yeah, well, three is a prequel made sense because it tells a pretty big story. Right, and then the PSP ones are just kind of here's more adventures with. Big boss. Well, it, yeah, it's like basically bridging the gap between Metal Gear 1 and Metal Gear Solid 3. Right, exactly, yeah. Uh, just a brief update. Uh, Call of Duty Elite, still kind of busted. Jeez. So For the huge fuss great. they were making about that, it's pretty stupid that that thing's down. It's Yeah, it, well, I think it's up, it's just working really weird. Mm. Uh, they have said that everyone who's subscribed... Uh, is getting like an, an extra month. Only, uh, only an extra month? Well, I guess it's only been down a month. So. It's only been down for a couple of weeks now, right? That yeah. game came out almost three weeks ago, so they're going to get that 30 day extension. But, uh. Yeah. 
Apparently it's going to take a while for them to get it up there, they were saying. I don't know exactly what's wrong. And then the last thing was they have detailed the uh, UMD passport. Oh, wait, that... I thought you guys would... No, no, that was last week that they released that. Right. Yeah, so this is for people with the Vita, Mm -hmm. or who have a Vita, who have a PSP as well, wanting to get their PSP games on their Vita. Kind of a weird system. What you do is you'll download an app on um on your on PSP the, on your system. Uh, yeah, is it the PSP or yeah? You download Vita? the app on the PSP. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then you somehow give them uh a, a you load code your or something and on the UMD. What ones you have? Was it that, or I thought it was you're entering a code? No, you you put in your it reads the UMDs you have in your system and it registers them. Yeah, and then. That registers to your PlayStation Network account. Then you, on your Vita, you can pay a certain amount per game to download a digital copy of that game. And the pricely, we're currently only looking at uh, Japanese at the moment, is somewhere around uh, six fifty to twenty bucks. I if it's Don't. around like if it's under the ten dollar range, then I'm all for it. But when it starts getting to like twenty bucks and higher, because I think there's one that's literally like forty bucks. Yeah, in Japan, but uh, you have to keep in mind that Japanese PSP games cost like seventy bucks sometimes. Oh right, yeah. So that'll be different for us. Apparently, it is publisher specific, so they can put whatever price they want on there. Mm. Um, hopefully, the publishers will put it pretty cheap. That would be nice. It would really suck having to rebuy the game again. Like it would be nice to ha- if if I could get all of them, all my PSP games on my Vita for like a small price or decent price, I'd do it. Because I have like sixty to seventy something PSP games, and having all those on one system would be fantastic. So, like that would be the, one that would be worth price. The price what's the system. most you would pay if they were saying any of the ones you own? Sorry, say that again. So if they were gonna let's say there was like a one-time payment. What's the highest you would pay to get them all on there that you own? I would. I don't know if I'd want to go past fifteen or twenty dollars per game. For all of for them. For per game, I mean. Well, I'm talking all of them. All of them. If it's like a bulk thing, you can do for all of them that you own. Oh God, you just made me. You just made me realize if it's ten dollars per game, then that'd be six hundred. I'd be paying. I'd be paying way yep. too much to put all those on there. I see. Yeah, and you own the game. Ten bucks. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. And maybe just because there's no PSP game I want to play again, really. But if there is, I'll just grab my PSP. See, like, I messed up the firmware on my PSP, and now I can't get certain games to run on it. Like, I need to upgrade right. it proper. Or, do you think or get a proper you're PSP. you going to be able that... to get the, the app? What? With this firmware, do you think you're going to get the app? Well, yeah, with this firmware, I can't even use that stupid app. So I wouldn't even be able to do this. I would need to get another PSP or borrow my girlfriend's. Right, which kind of brings in the idea, what how is this going to stop people from like sharing UMDs? My assumption is Sony doesn't care at this point anymore. Well, the, the the idea of it is you still have to pay to get the game on your Vita. Right, but you're paying cheaper than what the game would cost, so I'm making the assumption that Sony's like, whatever, we know people are going to be passing around UMDs, at least we're still getting 650 from yeah. those people, as opposed... Cause the chances of them going out and buying it for like $25 retail price, they're not going to do that. So at least we're getting something. We also don't know how much space a, uh, a PSP game is going to take up. 
Right, that's true. And I'm sure it'll be different per game. Yeah, like I've got a four, I think a four gig memory card on my PSP, and it's got like two or three UMD games on it, and that takes up, I think, less than half of the thing. Well, doesn't the Vita have like 16 internal? Yeah, 16 internal, you can upgrade it to 32. Right. So theoretically, I could get all my games on there. I just wouldn't have any space for any Vita. Well, actually, stuff. I think you can upgrade it more. You think you can get memory cards higher for that? Really? I thought I thought 32 I was the max so. at the moment. Maybe I'm wrong. I think it's higher. No, the Vita is still not overly interesting to me. It's like really the only thing that interests me would be getting all my PSP games on there, and I'd be paying too much to make it worthwhile. Right. Yeah, I don't really know about the Vita. They have to. Something's got to come out where I'm going to be like, yeah, I can't. It's not a day one purchase for me. Yeah, same here. And that's February, right? Yeah, February 22nd, I think. That sounds about right. Okay. All right. That's it for news. And I guess that's it for the show. Emails. Emails again. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. That, that's good, actually. Animal Crossing. Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. More Pikmin. F-Zero. F-Zero. Captain Falcon needs his own game. Woohoo Island isn't in enough stuff. No. Well, it's in the new Mario Kart. It's in Mario Kart 7. Oh, right. There are Woohoo Island tracks. Oh, I thought it was a character. (laughs) That'd be so good. Just the (sighs) island just sitting in a little tiny (laughs) go-kart. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. What would be better, the giant island in a tiny go-kart, or they just were like, that's ridiculous, let's just scale it down, so it's just this ugly image in a go-kart. No, I want the entire island in a go-kart, so that if you were playing multiplayer, no one else could see what they were driving. Yeah, unless you were, like, in front of them. Yeah, yeah if you're in front of them, all, all they see is Woohoo Island. Woohoo Island, yeah, that's... <laughs> Can't go under a tunnel. That'd be so good. <laughs> Hang gliding, Woohoo Island. Alright, that's going to do it for this week. We'll be back next week with another top-down perspective. Emails.